0: This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Hello and welcome to Tech Guide, episode 451. This is the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer tech news and reviews. Thanks for listening. Stephen Fennec here. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au and I will be your host on this week's show, we love our rugby league, so we were thrilled to go behind the scenes at Suncorp Stadium for Magic Round to see the 4K camera technology used by Fox League in their coverage, the latest health devices that can help you monitor your blood pressure and heart, and the Australian startup's invention that could change how we play our favourite games. In the tech guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the Poly Studio P5 webcam. We'll also check out the Lenovo Yoga Slim 7i Carbon. And HCC unveils two new Vive VR headsets. And your tech questions will all be answered in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, I do love my rugby league. Uh, I used to play for South Sydney back in the day and have been a fan ever since. Uh, still a fan of the game and follow my rabbit eyes religiously, of course. So I did jump at the chance when offered a trip up to Brisbane for Magic Round to take a look behind the scenes with Fox League and and to see their 4K camera technology, because as you probably know, Fox League uh, the only uh, rugby league uh, station in Australia to cover the sport in 4K. And they've got not only the quality they're offering in 4K, but also the way they bring you the coverage, literally covering the game from every angle, but with a, with a couple of exclusive cameras that they use, also 4K cameras, to give you the experience like you are there and in fact giving you a view from the ground from the air uh, on the field so it really takes fans closer to the game than ever before so we were up at suncorp stadium in brisbane and we were hosted actually by the lovely hannah hollis who is their one of their fox league presenters and she uh, took us into the stadium and then uh handed over to some some of their, their tech tech people who the then showed us some of the new camera technology there's three cameras we'll talk about the flying fox which you may may have seen during some of the coverage which is steered above the above the field using a pulley system there's also the fox rover which is basically a camera on wheels and then there's also the fox Hero Cam, which is basically a, a, a rig that uh, has a, a camera, a microphone, offers uh, has a lens that offers an amazing uh, depth of field that can be taken onto the field for their on-ground on interviews or to to really capture the atmosphere after a try is scored or when uh, there's a huddle in the middle of the ground and this camera is sort of uh, right in there and putting you on the field to, to give you that uh, added experience. So let's start off though with uh, the the Flying Fox. This is the probably the most sophisticated camera in the lineup and it took two days to set this up for Suncorp Stadium. Now you got to remember Magic Round was where the NRL hosted all eight matches of the of round 10 of the NRL in one place. So naturally Fox, uh, Fox League wanted to have all their best cameras in the one place to provide that unique coverage but also the 4K coverage as well. Uh, there are 24 cameras in total positioned around the ground including the ones we're going to talk about. So on the ground, on wheels, in in the stands and above the field and all the signals are then beamed back to an OB truck, an outside broadcast truck underneath the stadium, and then beamed out to fans to enjoy in 4K UHD, which is four times the resolution of HD. I've seen plenty of matches on Fox League in 4K. They look amazing. It's like you are there. That's how realistic it looks. But the the three cameras will start off with the flying fox. Now this is if you've ever been to a game you will see this camera hovering around above the play, behind the play. And this is suspended by cables that run from every corner, each corner of the stadium on four pulleys. Uh, So it hovers above the field and generally is... Is behind the play, so if you often see some replays showing this, it, 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 this it's almost like a drone shot where it's covering the play, moving across field with the ball, and then following the play all the way to the try line. That is the footage that's captured by the flying fox. Now there are two people operating the flying fox. One is the pilot, which has a which has like a joystick system, and they look at it. I saw on their laptop they had a, a like a picture of the field and a big black dot which represents the position of the flying fox there were also two red zones which are the goal posts so the pilot knows these are obstacles that have to be avoided of course and uh that's that's like the no fly zone for for the pilot there The, the the flying fox can fly at up to 38 kilometers an hour so it can follow the play quite easily. Even the fastest players in the game, they run about that speed. So it can actually keep up with them if they make a breakdown field. The camera is right there behind them. Now, I've also shared a video on Tech Guide for you to see these cameras in action. And with the Flying Fox, you'll notice that it hovers above and behind the play. So the reason it's not in front of the play is because if a player puts up a kick and they they might actually hit hit the flying fox, so the, the the pilot's got to be really careful to stay out of the player's way, which which is why they normally hover behind the play rather than in front of the play. You you very rarely see the flying fox giving you footage where the players are approaching them. It's always above them and behind them to to make sure to stay out of their way. Imagine the ball hitting that. I wonder what the ruling would be by the referee. Would it be a dead ball? They'd have to play that again, replay the the tackle. I don't know what would happen, but. Thankfully, it hasn't happened and hopefully won't ever happen. And and just out of interest too, I should point out that the Flying Fox, as it's been called, actually has a fox tail on the back of it. And I think that's pretty clever. The uh, Fox Rover also has a tail on the back as well. But I think apart from this being like a nice joke, I, it does also make it a bit easier to see uh, if you are controlling it because but it, when it's high high in the air it's very hard to make it out when uh, when there's crowd behind it but when it's on the behind if it has a backdrop of green which is the field it is easier to spot so i think that's the reason why there's this bright bushy red tail on the back apart from being a nice little tongue-in-cheek reference to the fact that it's a fox that is i think or the other reason also too you can tell how fast it's going to by how far the tail is uh is trailing behind the camera i think that's another reason why they might have it as well it's sort of Gives them a better estimation of how fast it's travelling as well, and again to make it easier to spot when it's on the fly. But uh, keep keep an eye out if you are a Fox League a viewer, whether it's through KO or through Foxtel. To view in 4K, you need the IQ4 on Foxtel. But keep an eye out for that. Uh, the next camera we're going to talk about is the Fox Rover. Now this is on wheels. This looks like a little buggy, and it has a 4K camera on a stabilized mount on top of the buggy. Uh, There's a microphone as well to pick up audio and it is powered by, by drone batteries. I've actually used these same batteries in my DJI Inspire 2. They're on the larger side. There's four batteries that power this thing and i know from experience two batteries on my inspire 2 normally last about 25 minutes so i think i was talking to the to the pilot to the operator and they i could count four cameras on board and that he says it lasts for one half of football so at halftime they change the batteries over and then they're good to go now if you keep an eye out as well for this 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 buggy the, the fox rover you'll see that it has a a green casing like a housing over the camera and is usually driven, of course, can't go on during on the field at all. It's usually driven on the field before kickoff at full time. And then it ro- it it goes up and down the sideline during the match and also in behind the try-line. Say there's a attacking attacking plays moving towards the try-line, the rover goes in behind there and is able to capture that footage from ground level. So it's actually the first, it's Australia's only wireless tracking shot that it can provide. There's no cables to it. It's it's a wireless tracking shot that you, you, you get there with uh, the Fox Rover. Uh, again, two people operate the Fox Rover, one person on the ground which has a, a controller with a trigger and a wheel that is the directions. I actually had a burn of the Fox, uh, the Fox Rover on the field. I took it out for a little bit of a spin on Suncorp Stadium and uh, just sort of did a big circle and came back to where we were standing but uh, it is really responsive and can actually at full speed can hit I think uh, the the guy was telling me about 70 kilometers an hour so got to be really careful you don't drive this into someone but the uh, operator is of course highly skilled and similarly with the Fox the uh, Flying Fox there is a separate camera operator up in the stands and they sit next to each other in the stand. So the person on the ground is putting it in the right position, so driving it, and then the operator is keeping the camera centred on the action. So uh, there's no uh, it, it's a hard enough job driving this thing, let alone driving it and controlling the camera. That's why they, they div- divide those jobs between two people. Now, lastly... We've got the Fox Hero Cam, and this is basically a rig with a big gimbal in the middle of it as well, uh, with a camera, a, a, a Lumix camera, with a lens on it that gives, uh, if you, you watch closely, uh, the best way I can describe it is it, it provides, I call it like a portrait shot, which portrait shot, if anyone who's got an iPhone, is when the subject is in focus and the background is blurred. In in photographer speak, they call that depth of field. And that's exactly what the Fox Hero Cam provides. And it is highly portable, of course, and is the camera that comes onto the field uh, after a try, before and after kickoff, when the players are standing in a huddle. So this could be the camera that goes around the back of the huddle. Also is the camera that follows the player who scored the try back to halfway. So the, the, the are looking right into the camera. Um, I, I forgot to mention earlier too, the flying fox, while during the game it is the aerial, the bird's eye view... It is also used for player interviews. I've seen during Magic Round the Flying Fox comes down to player level and they stand in front of the camera and there's a microphone on board and they're able to do their interview anywhere on the field uh, once the game is finished, of course. So uh, that's another use for the Flying Fox. But the the Fox Hero Cam has a a mic on it as well. It has a Rode microphone, uh, has a Lumix body, i think they said it's a canon lens Uh, there's a ronin gimbal in there as well and there's all focus controls and everything on on the uh, handles also i actually i actually there's a picture of me with all these cameras but i was actually holding the fox hero cam and it's beautifully balanced and actually not too heavy so really easy for a photographer to take onto the field to film those reactions and get to literally put the viewer on the field Uh, i do have a video on there as well please watch that really illustrates just how the cameras are you get a nice close-up view of the cameras also see them in action as well gives you a real appreciation to the coverage that how they capture this amazing footage and the technology behind it and I was like a pig in mud this was amazing being a league fan it was brilliant to see all of this and how it comes together we even went up into the stands and saw the commentary positions and uh, the, the commentators use a special stats system as well that they can access through the iPad to see uh, during the game they need to find out some information or see uh, any, any like past records and stuff and be able to make uh, informed comments about the, the stats that, that are literally at their fingertips and being updated in real time. Uh, And it was a terrific weekend up there. Magic round, uh, a great opportunity it was to to see. There were two matches on the Friday night that I watched. I watched Souths play on the Saturday night as well and watched the Raiders play the Bulldogs, the Roosters play that night as well. I came home on Sunday, but there were three other games on the Sunday. So all eight games were at Suncorp Stadium during magic round. Brought to you by, uh, brought with this, the, brought to you by this amazing technology. Uh, in, in total, twenty-four cameras, twenty-four hours of live footage. So, so live coverage on air Friday to Sunday. There are 150 broadcast tr- crew, two broadcast trucks, 17 on-air talent, so 17 people on on TV on on the shows, seven producers, three directors, four project project managers, and seven graphics operations people as well. So it is quite a job, and an incredible team doing an incredible job with some incredible technology. Uh, all in all, a fantastic weekend, and uh, I really enjoyed covering that one for you guys and telling you. About about it right now. But if you want to hear more, uh, take a look at our videos. And if you want to take a look up close at the cameras, I urge you to head over to techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fenwick. We've talked a lot about health on the show in the last few weeks. We've had uh, the Apple Watch with the ECG and uh, step counters and various uh, trackers over the years as well. And it's come to a time now where technology is such an essential part of health and well-being. And uh, there are a range of products that 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 many people probably weren't aware of that can that can do things that would normally require us to go in to see a doctor, go to a hospital, things like that. Like the ECG on Apple Watch, and it's also on the Withings Scan Watch, by the way, too. The very first ECG watch in Australia was the Withings Watch. Uh, that's an example of allowing users to perform something to take an ECG. In 30 seconds, what would normally take half a day in a doctor's office or in a hospital now you can do it on your wrist with your finger. So the, the ability now for us to monitor our health, not only see what's wrong with us when we're not feeling well, but also monitor our health to prevent things from going wrong. The old saying, prevention is a far better than the than cure, is never, never more evident now with the technology at our fingertips. So being able to monitor ourselves, our heart rate, our, our ECG, is, is critical. And today happens to be, I'm recording on a Monday, this happens to be World Hypertension Day. Uh, it's not the day for you to get hypertension, but maybe to bring make people aware of what hypertension is. It's basically more commonly known as high blood pressure. And if you suffer from high blood pressure, you're probably on medication and you're trying to lower your blood pressure because having high blood pressure, if untreated, can cause strokes, Heart, cause heart disease and create all kinds of problems. So uh, Withings has two products that can help you stay on top of your uh, these issues if you do happen to have hypertension. Uh, the, the most obvious thing, That you would need if you were suffering hypertension is the ability to take your blood pressure, and normally that involves a trip to the doctor's office. And uh, they sit there, they put the cuff on your arm, and then they they pump it up, and then you get a reading. Uh, But now the Withings Withings has a product called the Withings BPM, which is short for blood pressure monitor, and it's basically this cuff that you wear around your upper arm. There's a small display on it to give you your readings. So once it's on your arm. Then it it does pair with with the Withings app as well. Uh, this thing, this by the way, this the BPM has been developed with the help of cardiologists and gives best in class accuracy. So the readings you're getting from the BPM Connect, as it's called, oh the BPM Connect is actually the uh, is the app as well. This offers medically accurate performance. So, uh, you, you, you get your systolic and diastolic blood pressure and your heart rate. You can see the reading on the device itself. It has this, like, a little LED display that lights up to give you the, the number. But also, of course, with the BPM, the connector, the Withings app, it allows you to view your results and also keep a record of, of your readings as well. The uh, BPM Connect can also uh, link with your Apple Health app to import or export your blood pressure data. So really important to maintain... And monitor your blood pressure if you do happen to suffer from hypertension. There are things you can do to lower your blood pressure, but a, a great a great thing to have on hand to do in minutes what would normally take hours or you driving to a doctor's office or a hospital, and it's small as well. You can take this anywhere. So if you're going away on a holiday and you still need to monitor your blood pressure daily, then this is easy rolls up pretty small. It's about the size of a phone when it's rolled up and allows you to then still take your readings wherever you happen to be. Uh, again, an example of you being able to monitor your progress rather than finding out too late that your blood pressure is too high or it hasn't been lowered the, despite what you're doing. Uh, again, knowledge is power here. If you can know that stuff, you can make make better preparations and do, do other things to help lower your blood pressure. Uh, the other product Withings has is the Body Cardio Scales. Now, I thought a pair of scales would only tell you your weight, but uh, that's not the case here. The Body Cardio Scales can provide a cardiovascular checkup in just thirty seconds. So amazing technology on board here. Uh, it, it pairs with the Withings Health Mate app and does things. This what this is what it can track: your body weight, your body fat, your water percentage, muscle mass, bone mass your BMI, which is your body mass index, and your standing heart rate. And it's all through the sensors that are built into the scale. It's collected through the sensors on the scale using their patented position control technology. So uh, just by standing on a scale, you get all that information. There's a new feature called the vascular age feature, which offers insight into the age, and in, in inverted commas, age of your arteries. So it'll tell you whether your arteries are healthy. If they're not healthy, then the age of your arteries will appear older. So uh, again, another way to examine your condition, uh, to stay on top of if you do know you've got an existing condition, uh, as well. And you know what? If for women, there's also a pregnancy tracker, which offers all this tailored information for you uh, as you progress through your pregnancy, and even after your child is born, there's even a baby mode. So this can recognise and track your child's growth. So from before conception to pregnancy. And then after your baby's born, this is a product you can use at all times. And of course, uh, for men and women, but if you happen to be pregnant and have a baby, then the use continues even after that. Remarkable technology and hopefully helping us stay healthier, longer, live longer, live healthier, happier lives with products like this uh, it, it's uh, sure to be uh, something that can help a lot of people. Hypertension, more than 1.2 million Australians aged over 18 have a condition related to heart or vascular disease. That's 5.6% of the population. And that, and that stat is according to the Australian Institute of Health Welfare. That's a government department. More than a billion people around the world are also currently living with hypertension. But with these Withings products, you'll be able to stay on top of that as as well as the other products we talked about, the ECGs, the health trackers, the the step counters, all these things contribute to us having this full picture of our health and wellness and monitoring conditions if we have them and taking action uh, if, if we need to, thanks to the readings that these products supply. You want to see more? You want to hear, uh, if you want to take a look at these products, the Withings products, and also read about our East, the Apple Watch ECG feature, which we spoke about on a previous show and also featured on Tech Guide, uh check them out at our website, techguide.com.au. we love Aussie companies flying the flag, coming up with some great products that make us proud, that, that take the world by storm and really make an impact on the, the particular industry that they are working in. In this instance, we're talking about an Aussie startup based out of Brisbane, which has made a gaming device called the Pro Steer. This is the world's first handheld steering controller and it has been such a success the this company is on the verge of amazing things here because it's about to receive the made for xbox approval so uh, this is a product created by a gentleman named phil croft who's the uh, founder of a startup called box dark this is the, the Pro Steer controller he designed in the garage of his home in the Brisbane suburb of Parkinson. Now Pro Steer is a combination of a steering wheel and a gaming controller. So it's a handheld steering controller and it offers a realistic and responsive and smooth driving experience. Now the difference here, it offers that same experience, but at the fraction of the price. Of a full racing wheel setup, I'm sure there's people listening right now who have a rig with a steering wheel and and pedals, and they would like to play their racing games. It, it's as much of a realistic experience as possible, but that rig, I'll I'll bet you, costs a, a pretty penny, uh, and will as it should, as it, as it's a big because it's a big setup. Now with this new product, the ProSteer kind of offers the same experience and, and this is a product there's a video on Tech God as well for you to see it in action. the product actually swivels around and gives you that impression that you're turning a wheel. So, it's not just you, it's not just like motion sensitive, it it also moves in its uh, in itself as well. It swivels and moves to give you a more realistic experience. Now, the company at closed a deal with Microsoft a couple of weeks ago, and that means the product will be probably offered to more than the more than one hundred and thirty million active Xbox users worldwide. This also presents a, an amazing opportunity to reach a further 875 million gamers who are on the PlayStation, Nintendo, and PC platforms. So the the Prosteer prototypes, which were were uh, given out to some gaming enthusiasts and industry insiders, their thoughts on this is that it's a game changer. It offers 80 degree steering control compared to the 22 degree control. And of standard game pads, Pro is expected to be available for sale in less than a year. Uh, Boxdark announced a new funding round to complete the production and development of their first 10,000 units. Uh, the the creator Phil Croft says he grew up as an avid gamer and credits the inspiration for pro steer to his passion for motor racing. He loves motor racing, and he also has a deep fascination for mechanics. So the controller can be used for various games, driving games, shooter games, regular games, and the swivel system simulates the movement of a steering wheel, plus there's a range of buttons as well within easy reach of all of your fingers. So the, you can have buttons for the brakes and other, other, other things you need in the car, uh, and, and he's created this, which is so different to what we've seen before. Now, gaming has had an amazing surge, especially during the COVID pandemic. Gaming, the gaming industry surged by 41%, would you believe, during COVID, because we're not going out anywhere. The next bit of entertainment, if you're not streaming content, you're playing games. And the gaming peripheral market alone is worth more than 4.1 billion US dollars. So that's a big market to play in, and, and ProSteer is going to be doing just that. Uh, current handheld wheels, they, as I said, they use these motion centers and accelerometers, but they don't provide the steering, the realistic steering stimulation. Simulation, I should say. Uh, and this, the ProSteer has been patented and uses a multi-single axis control. And and then that communicates with a a head-up display protocol to communicate with the PC or Android devices. There's a three-hour battery life on board as well, but. This this has the potential to reinvent the gaming control input for those particular games. So uh, exciting times ahead for Box Dark. They've uh, they're already partnered with Microsoft in their development program. They're off producing the first ten thousand units. So uh, if you are into your gaming keep an eye out for this Aussie invention it's called Prostier if you want to take a look at look at it there's a picture of it on tech guide there's also a video explaining it as well if you want to take a look at those you need to go to techguide.com.au this is tech guide the tech guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear they're Australia's number 1 Wi-Fi brand is your Wi-Fi struggling to keep up with your streaming work gaming video calling and more And what happens if you're doing all of that at once? When you're connected to your world by Wi-Fi, be sure it's the best. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is the best and latest in Wi-Fi. It covers your entire home with the fastest Wi-Fi for uninterrupted streaming, video calling and working and learning from home on more devices than ever before in any part of the house. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Are you ready for the best Wi-Fi ever? Find out more at netgear.com.au slash best Wi-Fi. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Okay, let's jump into the review section of the podcast, and we're going to kick off with the Poly Studio P5 webcam. Now, Poly is the name of the company we used to know as Plantronics. So you can you know just by knowing that little fact that they know what they're doing. They've had a lot of uh, great audio products over the years, and now uh, the Poly Studio P5 webcam is the latest. And you think about during COVID, even now after the, the, the COVID lockdowns, you're still making a lot of video calls. I think what happened during the pandemic is that we had no choice but to have video calls, which is what we did. And then afterwards, we realized that, you know, that's a really handy way of doing things. Rather than having to drive to see people or have a meeting and get everyone in the same place, we can actually still get our work done and have our meetings over video. And so this is a product that's come along at the right time to allow you to now do that, uh, to sound better, to look better than ever before. The, the Poly Studio P5 webcam, it's actually quite small, sits, uh, it has a special stand that could sit on the top of your desktop computer or your laptop and provide full high definition at 50 hertz or 60 hertz uh, with an 80 degree field of view. The optics also include automatic low light compensation. Uh, So you can make sure no matter where you have to have your video meeting, it's going to compensate if there is low light. So you're going to look, you're still going to look pretty good. There's also a four time zoom on board. So it makes it easier to frame yourself and also to frame your background. I think that's something that uh, some cameras. That they have such a wide field of view that there's so much background uh, that I, mean, I know a lot of people find that annoying because they might not want people to see what's in their background. But uh, with the, the Poly P5, they can control that a little bit better with that four-time zoom. Uh, also, your audio is covered as well through the Poly P5. The uh, audio has a, there's a single directional microphone that can actually focus on your voice, and it's optimized for personal workspaces so you'll sound as good as you look. Now, this is really easy to connect. It has a USB cable that you connect into your computer. Unfortunately, it's a USB, a regular USB uh, cable, not USB-C. So if you're using uh, one of the latest, uh, uh, more recently purchased laptop, even desktop, most of the ports are USB-C. So what I had to do to test this was to get a USB hub, which allowed me to connect to the hub, which then connect the hub, then connected to my computer with USB C. So that that's one little wrinkle there. That it, if it had a USB C cable out of the back of the camera, then uh, we're in good shape. So we didn't would have needed the hub. When it is connected though to your computer, it does work with or any video client you're using, whether it's FaceTime, Skype, Zoom, WebEx, whatever you're using. Simply choose the poly that should appear. If it's connected via USB, it'll appear as a choice in both the video, the camera selection in the drop down, and also the microphone selection. Also, don't forget there's that built in microphone. Uh, now, for the one what, 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 for those people who uh, are a little bit, a little bit uh, worried about privacy, and I do know a lot of people they tape that there are things you can buy to cover your laptop's camera uh, because there have been stories of them being hacked and people can see through your camera when you're not when you're not expecting it. So uh, for added privacy, they've added a physical camera shutter, so you can actually block the lens. So even if someone did get into your camera or computer, they can't see through the shutter. So it gives some people some peace of mind as well. I did discover that uh, the camera can swivel left and right to f- help frame yourself, but it doesn't It doesn't tilt up or down, unfortunately. So you've got to either fiddle with the lid of your laptop or, you, or move your desktop slightly or adjust the stand to help improve that angle Uh, but I did discover though that the the stand that is attached to the the camera that helps it sit on your laptop lid uh, is removable and what did I find underneath a tripod screw so you can actually put this into a a tripod and that then opens up the possibilities of uh, how to how you want to position it how you want to place it and all of those things so it does make it a little bit more versatile The Poly Studio P5, uh, really handy if you want to uh, look a bit better. That offers full HD. I know a lot of laptops don't offer that kind of quality. It's 720, I think, for most of them. It's only the most recent laptops and desktops that are purchased in the last year or so that have full HD. But uh, if you want to update your, rather than using your laptop's camera or your desktop's camera, the Poly Studio P5 can offer you that audio and video quality right there. It's priced at $259. And if you want to read our complete review, you can head over to techguide.com.au. Next up, we're talking laptops. Uh, I've been reviewing a lot of laptops lately. I think I did the Surface 4 last week. I'm going to have the LG Gram next week. So for this week, though, we're going to talk about the Lenovo Yoga Slim 7i Carbon. This is a 13-inch laptop, and this is a sort of laptop that not only performs well, but also looks really nice. I, I think that's a really important, uh, important thing for customers who they... The design is so important because they're taking it everywhere. They want to feel good about it. They they want to they want to look good using it, and that's what the Yoga Slim offers here. The, the Seven Eye uh, is uh, comes in a really eye-catching moon white color. I love the names they come up with. Moon white. It has a tapered design to give it a slim 149 millimeter profile. Also weighs less than a kilogram, so easy to take this wherever you want. Now, the top cover of the laptop is where this gets its name. It's called carbon because the laptop cover is made from high-strength carbon fibre. And what is carbon fibre? It's 40% lighter than other materials like plastic and metal, but with greater durability. Now, the, uh, the palm rests as well, below the keyboard and around the trackpad, are made from magnesium alloy. So despite its light design, the slim Carbon 7i is still pretty tough uh, it, really important, I think, for anyone buying a laptop to know that it can handle their day-to-day routine, daily wear and tear, being taken in and out of your bag, used wherever you are, you're, taking, you're traveling with it, whatever you happen to be doing. Uh, so that's really important. The other thing that it has too, it has an anti-fingerprint finish. Uh, you know, some laptops with that sort of glossy kind of finish. It is just a fingerprint magnet. This has an anti-fingerprint finish, so uh, a little bit uh, not not totally smooth, uh, so looks no fingerprints. So it always looks in in good shape. Now performance-wise, you've got the 11th generation Core i7 Intel Evo platform. That's the very latest one. So whether you're streaming 4K video or editing 4K video, the Slim Carbon SI can handle it without a problem. The review unit we had, it was prior it 1949 bucks it had 16 gig of ram and 512 gig of ssd that's solid state drive memory uh, and again, that, that, may, that helps with the performance because SSD, much faster accessing your content. 16 gig of RAM means it's got plenty of short-term memory to run multiple applications at the same time. But the Intel Core i7 EVO platform helps with that as well. So uh, we're finding that you don't need a ton of RAM to, to have a lot of applications working at the same time. The processor is kind of doing a lot of that heavy lifting as well. So if it's an EVO, Platform, you know that uh, the amount of RAM that's on board is will, will be sufficient. This has got sixteen gig of RAM. This would have been good with eight gig of RAM, but sixteen gig of RAM uh, is that gives you that little bit of more peace of mind, uh, future proofs it a little bit more as well. Now the display uh, looks amazing. has a really thin thin bezel, so the frame around the screen are just three millimeters wide. I think that was one of my complaints of the Surface 4 last week is that the bezels were too fat. With this one, you're not going to have that issue. So you're getting a 13.3 inch display into a much smaller chassis. So the screen size is in a chassis that would normally contain a smaller display, but you're getting 13.3 inches. It has a screen to body ratio of 91%. Uh, I did like this 16 by 10 aspect ratio. So Nice middle ground. I think the The Surface 4 had a 3x2. This is slightly wider aspect, but still the right shape to comfortably read your websites, view your documents, watch your content. I really like that aspect ratio. It has a QHD screen with a resolution of 2560 by 1600, 300 nits brightness it's capable of. Also has Dolby Vision on board. So if you're watching 4K content, Dolby Vision and it has Dolby Vision compatible, it does give you a fantastic result. Uh, and the viewing experience whether you're working or enjoying your entertainment uh, it does really really uh, give you a great experience. Now it's called yoga because it can it can move around a bit and in this instance, you can actually fold the display flat, level with the keyboard. You can't turn it back on itself and use it as a tablet. That would make it a two-in-one. This is a, a yoga that is allow you to put the screen flat, level, all the way back, level with the keyboard. Uh, and one thing, too, about the screen, it's not a touchscreen. So if you're after a touchscreen laptop, unfortunately, this ain't the one. Audio is comes to you from the Harman branded speakers and that is also Dolby Atmos capable. So you got Dolby Vision for, for your video, Dolby Atmos for your audio. This is a very ent- attractive entertainment option for everyone. The keyboard is nicely spaced and comfortable as well. The keys have a rounded bottom edge, one millimeter travel, so easier to type for uh, for quite a while. The keys have a ca- caterpillar mechanism and rubber dome switches, so you get the nice feel of as if you're typing on a larger keyboard. Uh, and just below the keyboard is the nice glass surface touchpad. So uh, that I found quite accurate and responsive, pretty nice. It also has backlit keys, of course, and a sensor to so give you the right brightness to suit your surroundings. And the EVA platform, of course, means it can instantly wake from sleep as soon as you open the lid and it recognizes your face so you can get to work straight away. So no having to wait around, typing in passwords. It'll look at your head and say, righto, I know who you are, get to work. Uh, Connectivity-wise, there's Wi-Fi 6 on board. So if you've got the latest routers, the latest laptops and phones, you're going to get a pretty fast connection here. Two Thunderbolt, thunderbolt pol- ports on the left edge. So that's for data transfer. connect to an external monitor, fast charging of the battery as well. Battery, uh, they, Lenovo says 13 hours uh, or 15 hours if you're watching video. We didn't quite get it that that far, but we're still long enough to easily get us through a full day and well into the next day. So uh, no, no complaints there. Uh, the our only issue was that sometimes the fans would power up and it was a little bit loud just, just to keep the laptop cool. Not all the time, just sometimes. And it did it did also get slightly warmer than we expected as well when we've been using it for a while. Not, not too hot to be a deal breaker, but still it was something that, oh, we noticed it was a little bit warm. But uh, again, not a deal breaker. Overall, a pretty impressive laptop. The Yoga Slim Carbon 7i, available now and priced at 1949 bucks. If you want to take a look at it and read our complete review, check it out, techguide.com.au. Last week, HTC held their ViveCon, which was a, an event that announced the company's new headsets, and not any headset, VR headsets. HTC, the leaders here with their VR headsets, not only for gaming, but also for enterprise and business. That's what surprised me, that they're not, it's not just for games. You say VR, virtual reality, and people think, oh, it's a gaming thing. It's not. A lot of industries have taken up VR and are using HTC's products already, to develop products, design products, repair products, learn things. Uh, it's a great educational tool as well. Uh, a lot of industries, the car industry, the medical industry, uh, the airline industry, all are getting into VR to, uh, so to make their jobs easier, to be able to design things faster and more efficiently, to do things better, to learn things faster, to experience things. That's what we're seeing here and HTC has responded to that, the growth in the industry with two different headsets. The first is the Vive Pro 2. This has a 120 hertz refresh rate. And whether you're gaming, creating, or just experiencing, it does make a huge difference. Has a 5K resolution as well. That's 2.5K for each each eye, uh, clear and smooth video with minimal motion blur. And that higher resolution eliminates what they call the screen door effect. If if you're too close to a screen, you see the pixels. Looks like you're looking through a screen door. No more with the 5K display. Uh, It does also has digital stream compression for the first time as well. So maximum visual quality is what you're going to get. Also has fine adjustable. Interpupillary distance, which is the distance between your eyes. If <laughs> in case you're wondering, IPD. So, uh, and it also has a more evenly distributed weight balance as well. There's also high-res audio certified headphones on board, so you're having the visual experience but also the audio experience at the same time. Can also support third-party headphones if that's what you would prefer. Uh, the Vive Pro Two is going to be priced at one thousand two hundred and nine, one thousand two hundred twenty-nine dollars. So, one two two nine. And I thought, I think that's cheap. I think that for what this can do, uh, it is pretty impressive. The Vive Pro 2, uh, I think, goes on sale in late May. The Vive Focus 3 is the other headset. This is VR headset. And this is kind of more your enterprise slash business headset. 5K resolution, 120 degree field of view. Uh, a lower refresh rate of 90 hertz, but it does have a fast switching display which uses real RGB sub-pixels for a much clearer image. So fine detail like writing and where overall fidelity is a lot a lot clearer, a lot sharper. The realism is taken to the next level with the Vive Focus 3. Uh, also has a very comfortable fit, balanced weight distribution. Actually, the battery pack is on the back strap instead of on the headset before everything was in the headset, including the battery. So it was very front heavy with the battery in the back. It does balance it out a lot better. So you can uh, be be using the VR headset for hours. The battery can also be changed as well during Your experience, so you can keep doing whatever you're doing on VR by simply replacing the battery pack in a couple of seconds, and you'll continue to to play your game, use your training, whatever you happen to be doing. The Vive Focus Three goes on sale on June 24. It's going to be priced at one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. These VR headsets too also have new redesigned hand controllers as well to give you a more more natural control uh, within the experience and you able to see those controls within the VR experience as well. you are your hands in inverted commas in the game. So uh, there are buttons below your thumb, little joystick and and buttons that are easily uh, easily reach with your thumbs. Uh, so uh, these become really really useful whether you're playing a game whether you're in, a, in an experience, whether you're in a proprietary training program, whatever it happens to be, the Vive hardware can make it even better and provide that amazing virtual reality experience. If you want to see more, take a look at them for yourself. The Vive Focus 3, the Vive, the Vive uh, 2, the Pro 2. Are you a Pro 2? 2, $1, $1, $1,229. Or are you going to go for the Focus 3? $1,999. Can do a bit more, uh, but obviously more expensive. If you want to see them first before you make that decision, I urge you to head over to techguide.com. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fannick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. There's been a rapid increase in cybercrime with constant data breaches, online scams, and ransomware, just to name a few. Norton's all-in-one cyber safety solution, Norton 360 Premium, now comes with dark web monitoring powered by LifeLock, which helps notify you if your personal information is discovered on the dark web. It also includes device security and secure VPN with bank-grade encryption to help keep you private, online, plus a password manager, PC SafeCam, and more. With Norton's award-winning security and globally trusted protection across 50 million customers, rest assured Norton 360 Premium with dark web monitoring is the all-in-one protection for your devices and data. Norton 360 Premium is available now at leading retailers. And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk is brought to you by our good friends at Belkin, Belkin.com forward slash AU. If you're after cables, batteries, speakers, you name it, wireless chargers, Belkin is the one for you. Uh, well, I get a lot of questions. People saying, look, I'm getting a new iPhone. I want to be able to transfer my all my content, my pictures, messages, my apps across to the new iPhone. Now there's several ways of doing this. Uh, there's the you can use the cloud backup, you can back up to your computer. But I think the easiest way, if you still have your old iPhone, is to just turn on the new iPhone next to your old iPhone. And what happens then is that the new iPhone detects the old iPhone and says, do you want to set up a new phone? And then what you do, a a little pattern appears on the old phone, you scan it with the new phone, and then you're off. They link, the two iPhones link and then it will transfer your photos, your apps, your contacts, everything to the new iPhone. Uh, I think a lot of people are a little bit anxious whenever they get a new device and they want to get their stuff onto the new phone. This is, I think, the easiest migration app that I've seen. So uh, a, lot, a lot of companies, they, they have apps to transfer your old, all your stuff on your old phone to the new phone and it does take a little bit of time you either need to connect physically with a cable or download apps and various things this just works you don't need to download any app the iphone iphone just can see each other talk to each other and do the job for you it is that simple and even when you've finished the transfer all of your apps are installed and you've and you're logged into your accounts as well. So if you've got Facebook or Instagram, you're logged into those other the, those accounts because it's all based on your Apple ID. You do have to enter your Apple ID and your password to and to confirm it's you and the passcode, I think, on the old phone. So that when that's all said and done. Everything is there on your new iPhone. You don't have to re-sign into accounts again. It's there. It just happens because it knows all your passwords and everything on your keychain if you use iCloud keychain. So really simple way, if you're thinking of updating from an older iPhone to a new iPhone, it has now become easier than ever. And that's full time for Tech Guide episode 451. We hope you enjoyed it. If you need to find out any more, feel free to join us at techguide.com.au. Everything we've spoken about on the show is on the website. If you want to get in touch with us, please email us, info at techguide.com.au or click on the Ask Stephen icon on the right-hand side of the site and an email will come straight through to me. We want to thank our sponsors too, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family and your devices and data safe online. Please support the sponsors who support the Tech Guide podcast. Thanks once again for listening. We'll be back with another show next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.